You're listening to the official Dietitian Connection podcast. This podcast gives you access to the most influential and successful experts in the dietetic profession. This podcast will inspire you, it will challenge you, and it will empower you to become a nutrition leader and realize your dreams. Our first episode will be part of the Dietetic Leader series, discussions that feature some of the most renowned dietitians in Australia. We'll explore their experiences and discover how collaboration, dreaming big, and seizing every opportunity are key ingredients to success in this profession. Hello to all of our listeners. I am your host, Kate Agnew. I'm a student dietitian at the University of Queensland, and Dietitian Connection has invited me to host this podcast. We'd also like to say thank you to the A2 Milk Company for sponsoring this podcast. Joining me today is Dr. Marie Ferguson. Marie is the Director of Dietitian Connection and is an Advanced Accredited Practicing Dietitian, Fellow of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, and is an internationally renowned nutrition and dietetics expert. She was previously the Director of Nutrition and Dietetics at the Princess Alexandra Hospital. Marie developed the malnutrition screening tool to identify patients at risk of malnutrition, which has now been implemented in many hospitals worldwide. Marie is an invited speaker at national and international dietetic conferences and has authored over 30 peer-reviewed journal articles. Marie has been awarded the Dietitians Association of Australia National Award of Merit, Barbara Chester Award and the President's Innovation Award. She also received an Australia Day Achievement Award in 2011. Marie's most recent achievement was starting her own business, the incredibly successful Dietitian Connection, which now has more than 4,000 members from all over the world. Hi Marie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kate. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you. I thought we could maybe start off by discussing the beginning of your career. So why did you choose dietetics as your career? Sure. Um, I'd always wanted to do dietetics ever since I did home economics at high school. Um, I had a fantastic home ec teacher. Her name was June Robertson and she was fantastic. And she taught um, all of us students so much about nutrition. And at that time, we got to read a lot of stuff from uh, Rosemary Stanton, the guru of nutrition at that time, and Catherine Saxelby. I still remember Catherine's book. It was a, a yellow covered book. She does some great stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, Nutrition for Life, I think it was called. Yeah. And um, yeah, just from, from then on, I had the passion for nutrition. I think it was the combination of the, the science in particular and just learning about food. Um, so yeah, from there, just um, focused on doing dietetics. Great. Yeah, um, science and food, good combination. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it sounds like you've had a hugely successful career so far. Um, and I'm excited to hear about your career journey. So could you give me and the listeners an idea about what that was like? Sure. Um, I have been fortunate to have a, a very interesting career um, with lots of different opportunities that came my way. Um, I, when I was doing my clinical placement, I realized that I actually didn't want to be a clinical dietitian. I figured out that pretty early on. And so then when I graduated, I thought, oh, what am I going to do now? And I wasn't really sure what that might be. And as luck turns out, I was fortunate to receive a scholarship at Queensland University of Technology and um, went on to do my PhD with Professor Sandra Capra as well as Dr. Judy Bauer and Dr. Marilyn Banks 
um, looking at malnutrition screening. So we developed a malnutrition screening tool, which is now used around the world, which was a fantastic outcome of that particular time. And then uh, from there, I presented my research at the what was then called the American Dietetic Association, um, which is now called the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Um, presented about the screening project there and met my future boss at Abbott Nutrition in the US and, and she recruited me from having seen our work in, published and, and seeing me present at that conference. So I always say to young people doing their PhD, you know, take every opportunity and make sure you get out there and present your work because you never know where it might lead. Yeah, that's some great advice, I think. Yeah, and so yeah. Um, I'd was there for eight years. I worked in a lot of different areas, um, worked in um, research and development to begin with. So I managed a multi-center international clinical trial. Um, from there, did a bit of work in innovation and new product development. And then towards the end of my time at Abbott, I finished my MBA and, and worked on the marketing side, which was um, fascinating to see sort of all aspects of the business. Yeah, right. So that would have been quite different to what you had studied beforehand, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Um, but interestingly, marketing is all about, um, a lot of it's about market research and it's actually about research. So having the background in research really helps you understand, um, you know, what goes into driving what customers think of a product, which is all about research. Sounds very interesting, very successful, and also very different to what most dietitians would expect as a career path, Marie. So thank you so much for sharing that. I thought maybe we could chat about why you started your own business, i.e. Dietitian Connection. Yeah, so after I left Abbott, I actually then came back as the Director of Dietetics at Princess Alexandra Hospital, and I was there for eight years, um, worked with a fabulous team of dietitians. Um, we did a lot of great things, particularly around research, um, and I decided that I needed to figure out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life and I wasn't sure I wanted to stay in the hospital arena um, beyond the amount of time that I'd already done. Um, so I was fortunate to attend, again, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics Conference. And this particular year they had Jack Canfield and he presented on his book, um, Principles for Success. And he was an amazing speaker and I was sitting in the audience thinking, never really having thought that I wanted to have my own business, but I was just sat there thinking I need to start my own business. I didn't want to regret not ever having not tried to do it. So I came back that Christmas um, and started working with a web developer to um, work on the website. And the vision... And the website is great, by the way. Oh. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Kate. Yeah, the web guys did a great job. And... The vision of Dietitian Connection is really to inspire and empower dietitians to realize their dreams, whatever that might be. And I find I get great satisfaction in helping particularly young dietitians um, be successful in whatever area they might want to um, you know, move forward in, in their career. And the, and the website is definitely taking um, advantage of pe consumers are wanting now, which is everything in once and one spot, you know, easy to easy to search for something, whether it be products or events happening um, or jobs and be able to kind of, yeah, basically get those services at the touch of a button instead of having to look in five or six different places. So that's right. 
Definitely agree with you, Kate. Um, definitely being mobile these days. Um, I think mobile's actually taken over in terms of desktops. Um, so everything, websites have to be mobile. And of course, social media has had a huge impact on marketing and the way we do business these days as well. Definitely. And most of our time is spent on the internet now, I suppose. So it's definitely what consumers want. Yes. So what do you most enjoy or find most rewarding about this role? I think what I just said, so being able to um, see particularly new graduates and students um, really blossom and, and to dream big and to help them get to realise their dreams. So through Dietitian Connection, providing lots of different and professional development opportunities, both clinical but particularly non-clinical around leadership, business and marketing to, to help them become nutrition leaders and succeed in whatever area they want to work in. Yeah. Because there really is so much out there, isn't there? It's not just uh, just not just about the traditional pathways of private practice or or clinical dietetics. There's a lot of different areas, it seems. That's right, and I think it's inventing your own job. So there's a lot of jobs that I think we don't even know about yet, and it's about creating your own your own job and your own path and doing something yeah. innovative and different. And with the website and the world being so small these days, you know. It, it's never been easier, I think, in terms of the world is really your oyster. I like that, inventing your own job. I think that's a great way to think about it. Mm. Um, yeah. So despite being Superwoman Marie, what aspects of the role do you find challenging? Uh, there are a lot of aspects that are challenging. Um, having gone from working for an organization to working for myself and I'm used to having an amazing team around me and when I first started the business it was just me um, so I think not having at particularly at the beginning a team of people around me to um, provide input and bounce ideas off um, that was definitely challenging um, also the transition of having a regular paycheck come in to um you know, hoping that some money comes in every month um, yeah. was a bit of a transition. Um, but I wouldn't change it for anything. And, you know, you, you overcome those challenges by putting strategies in, in place. So, And it sounds like you do have to be quite creative, don't you? Well, I think it's about listening to your um, customers, which is dietitians. Um, yeah. So really trying to understand what their needs are and how we can best help them. Um, so that's what we try to do and um, provide opportunities um, or products and services that are of interest and that are valuable and help dietitians. Yeah, and I was going to say I have noticed that. I mean, you're always continually seeking feedback from uh, your consumers, from the dietitians, asking them what sort of uh, what sort of things they think are trending and what what uh, areas they're interested in. Yeah, feedback's really important. We really value feedback, and we certainly do um, read every piece of feedback and try to improve our products and services from that feedback. That's great. So, uh, what does a typical day for you look like? Gosh, each day looks very different. Um, so, some days it could be sitting at home. I work from home in front of my computer all day. That's a pretty rare day. Um, other days I could be traveling to Sydney and Melbourne and meeting with um, companies. Um, also meeting with having dinner with dietitians. Is that the fun part? That's the fun part. Yes, most definitely. Um, yeah. I like to get out and about and chat with people um, or it could be a range of things so um, 
I still do some stuff with students. So, for example, I'm doing a PhD confirmation today and then I have a meeting on the phone meeting with a, a company this afternoon. Um, yesterday I caught up with a Dietitian Connection Premium member. Um, yeah, each day is just very varied. Wow. So, yeah, that, that, that would be exciting, I suppose. And, it, yeah, it sounds like you get to go to some pretty pretty groovy places and events. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's part of the offering of Dietitian Connection is to be able to provide um, some opportunities for people to hear great speakers but also network with each other. So, yeah, that certainly is the fun part of the job. And I think the networking part is definitely a strong point as well, particularly for young dietitians who don't know many people in the industry or um, just need to get their name out and their face out and chat to other people about what, what the different areas of work are like. Yeah, I can't recommend that strongly enough. Um, yeah. I do see some students and new grads that um, haven't done a lot beyond their course and once you're looking for a job, then it becomes very difficult. So the more that you've been able to network and participate in some of these events um, is, is really helpful, when, particularly when you're looking for that job then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Marie, in your opinion, what do you think are the opportunities for dietitians in the next decade? I think as we talked about a little bit earlier, Kate, that um, creating your own job. So, you know, thinking about what you're passionate about and dreaming big, um, going beyond where you live, beyond even your state, beyond even Australia and look globally. Um, there's lots of opportunities out there. Um, so I think a lot of opportunities are going to be through the internet, on the website, through social media, through apps, through technology. Um, I think a lot moving forward, obviously technology is going to be huge and we, we don't even know what some of that technology is going to look like yet, but I think being mm. abreast of it, being ready for it and being willing to embrace it, um, there certainly will be lots of opportunities. Yeah. Well, you and your business are obviously on top of that th so far, so <laughs> that's good in terms of the technology aspect and taking advantage. Of yeah, we, we try to be and we will try to share that with you as we become aware of it. So could you give the listeners a few tips on how dietitians can stand out from the crowd? Sure. Um, we've had a few speakers throughout the year talk about this particular topic and I, I think it's about... Um, we just recently had Joe Abbey speak to a group of dietitians in Brisbane and I think it's about, as she said, having a voice. So having the confidence and courage just to to have your voice, um, whether that be starting on social media, on a blog, doing some writing, doing a podcast. I think just getting started and, and getting out there is the first step. Um, the more people we have with voices out there, um, the more we'll be able to drown out some of the um, people in this space that don't have the nutrition qualifications that dietitians do. So I think the, the motto is just to, to get started. And I think from there that if we've got lots of people getting started, we can um, have a greater united voice in, in terms of standing out in that public arena. That's some great advice in terms of actually, you know, being the ones with the voice and getting our voices out. I mean... Yeah, so everyone needs to get out there and start. Yeah. So after, so after running such a successful business, what characteristics or attributes do you think are essential for a business leader? Um, I think there's probably a couple. I think um, one, definitely having the courage to do it. It is quite 
um, can be quite stressful. Um, so just having the courage to do that. But I think most importantly, surrounding yourself with people that can assist. So having lots of mentors and advisors that can help you in, in different areas. Um, yeah. You know, being flexible and open to doing different and, and new things is is also important. Um, but I think it's really following your passion. And if you're following your passion, that you're going to be successful. Great advice, Marie, because I suppose we, we have so much to learn from the people around us and those who inspire us. So that's some, I think that's an excellent point for us to take home. Mm-hmm. So you've held leadership positions both within the Dietitians Association of Australia and the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, but who do you admire as a leader and why? I think within the dietetics profession, I've always um, admired and, and held Professor Sandra Capper at the University of Queensland as a leader. She was my PhD supervisor, so I've known her for quite a number of years. Um, but what I admired about her is that she was always ahead of the curve. So she always knew what was happening in dietetics um, before everyone else did. So, for example, she introduced the nutrition care process into Australia and New Zealand and um, around the world after the uh, US had developed it. Um, So I think through her networking, through she's the president of obviously the International Confederation of Dietetic Associations. So through her network uh, on a global basis, she knows what's happening in all parts of the world and, and can see the trends across different countries and where the future opportunities might be. So I've always admired her. Um, for that. Thanks for that, Marie. Um, So Dietitian Connection is an amazing online hub for all things nutrition. So um, it's convenient, practical, and I definitely think it's aesthetically pleasing. So I'm sure the listeners would like to hear about how you encourage creative thinking and innovation with the way your business is run. Sure. And I think it goes back to some of the things we've talked about earlier, Kate, you know, which is really encouraging feedback from our clients, the dietitians, as well as our partners, um, some of the food companies, and really wanting to know their feedback. A lot of, oftentimes, um, dietitians and and the companies we work with have really great ideas, so we look to them to provide some new thinking. Um, But also the people that work with me, I have a lot of volunteers and a few people that do a couple of hours a week and really um, having them as part of the Dietitian Connection team and really valuing their input and and asking f- for them for their ideas. Um, I think the more people you have, the more the greater ideas you have. So, yeah, just really encouraging anyone and everyone to share any ideas they might have and, and where possible we and, implement. Yeah, and that's it, I think. Everyone's got sort of their own different thing to bring to the table so the more variety you have different people you have involved definitely makes for an interesting mix yeah I think that's a great point too so having different people with different backgrounds Um, so we also work with people that aren't dietitians and obviously they bring a whole new perspective yeah obviously a different lens as well to view things through as opposed to what we're all sort of uh, what what we're all sort of used to from our backgrounds definitely All right, so is there anything that you would tell your 21-year-old self, just on another, just on a light-hearted note, <laughs> looking back? Sure, I'm not sure if it's too light-hearted, but um, I think when I talk to students, I often talk about that I always wanted to be 
someone different. I always wanted to be more like Sandra Capra, who, if you know her, she's very extroverted, dynamic, um, charismatic. And I thought, if I need to be a leader, I need to be like Sandra. And of course, I was the opposite, an introvert, um, quite shy when I first started dietetics. And I thought, I'm never going to be able to be like her. Um, But I realized along the way, it did take me quite a few years that... um, I could be successful the way I am. So being an introvert and it's just, it takes a different path. So I would tell my 21 year old self just to be comfortable with who you are. And I would say that to all of the the new grads and students out there as well. I think that's some great advice, Marie, because I think, I mean, it's true for dietitians and it's true for even people outside of the dietetic space, because we obviously all do have our own own talents and um, we can make use of them and find our space for them I suppose yeah so it's about capitalizing yeah. on your strengths most definitely yeah uh, so what so could you share with us maybe one interesting fact about yourself yeah um, I probably one interesting thing is well most people know I like to travel but I did spend um, four years of my life when I was um, young in Malaysia so my sister was actually born in Malaysia my dad was in the Air Force so we moved around quite a bit and we got to experience living in Malaysia which was fantastic and I think that's probably where I got the travel bug from and and then obviously I've spent time living in the in the US so I do like experiencing different countries and different cultures and um, I think you also get a lot of innovation um, from looking at the way other people do things. Yeah, I've heard that traveling is really good to give you different perspectives mm. as well, particularly living in different countries. Yeah. So that is very interesting, Marie. Thank you for sharing that. So I thought maybe to finish off this episode, um, I'd get you to maybe share with us your number one tip for someone starting their career in dietetics or even those dietitians who want to further their career. Sure. Um, So I think my number one tip for any students, new grads, or even people that are a bit more experienced is to surround yourself with um, great people. So oftentimes they can be even better than you at some things. Um, So having lots of different mentors, lots of different advisors, don't just have one, have as many as you can. Um, For students and new grads, also it's about volunteering. So if you can volunteer in a, and again, a number of different places. It's about increasing your network. So I often talk about how to get a job. It's about who you know, not what you know. So the, the more times you can get yourself out there and engage in the profession, attend professional development opportunities, events, network with other dietitians, meet more people, um, the greater likelihood it is that, number one, you're going to get a job, and number two, that you'll have a satisfying career within dietetics. Yeah. That's some great advice, Maria. It takes me back to my previous uh, point as well where um, I think it gives you perspective as well because you see how things are outside of, you know, the university or learning environment or practical environment. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can find other opportunities and things that you weren't even aware of as well. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, thank you for that, Maria. Um, I'm sad to say we're out of time. But uh, my sincerest thanks to our guest, Dr. Marie Ferguson, for sharing her experiences and offering an insight into her hugely successful and inspiring career thus far. You're listening to the official Dietitian Connection podcast. And again, thank you, Marie, for being with us. Thanks so much, Kate. Really appreciate your time and um, doing these interviews for Dietitian Connection. 
be sure to check out the website, dietitianconnection.com. Dietitian Connection is a one-stop shop for busy nutrition professionals, for nutrition, leadership and business resources, exciting job opportunities, upcoming webinars and events, new products, the latest news and so much more. Thank you again for listening and we'll see you next time.